0: Welcome to I'm Uncomfortable. I'm Vanessa. And I'm Melissa. And we've been friends since everybody's favorite time of life, puberty.
1: Like most people who thought cutting their own bangs was a good idea, we're professionals in feeling that itchy, cringy, out-of-place awkwardness. Join us as we unapologetically
0: explore the topics that make us cringe and how to be okay with it.
1: Now let's get uncomfortable.
0: Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of I'm Uncomfortable. As always, we're going to start off with what made us uncomfortable this past week. So, Melissa, you're up first. What made you uncomfortable this week?
1: All right. Um, So, I know it's June when we're recording this, um, but... I just feel like in Southern California, I can only speak, it feels like we're in this in-between spring-summer situation, and I, it's, it's messing me up because <laughs> my work-from-home setup is in our enclosed patio, so it's basically a sunroom. And so in the mornings when I come in here, it's freezing cold. Oh. And then towards like 3 p.m., 2 p.m., The sun is blaring right through the window that is where, you know, where I'm seated and I end up sweating. So these past couple weeks where I've been doing more presentations in front of virtual audiences, I just like am self-conscious of the fact that my forehead is shiny and oily <laughs> because i'm just sweating by the oh time no. it's afternoon i don't know maybe i'm just blaming my nerves and nervousness of presenting in front of people to oh, the weather yeah, but, but like
0: heat doesn't help yeah heat does not help
1: that situation <laughs>
0: Ooh, so i'm sorry that's what made me uncomfortable <laughs> how about you <laughs> uh well speaking of oil uh this is i <laughs> <Ew. laughs> This is day two of not washing my hair, and I have been able to get up to three days, but it's just so difficult. Like, my hair just gets so oily, and I can't help but, like, look at it, and I, like, I use dry shampoo, and my hairdresser told me, you know, Vanessa, you need to make sure that you're not washing your hair every day, but, like, also, oh, so that's where I'm at right now.
1: Well, day two is pretty good. I will confess that I've gone as long as six days. Without oh my gosh. Washing my how? Hair. <laughs> <How>? Well <laughs> I will tell you that it's not a pretty process. So you're in the right in feeling ugh about it. But I don't know, sometimes I can manage it. I just throw it in a bun and okay. ignore it. Things <laughs> to try. Things to try. <laughs> Speaking of oily <laughs> skin and hair. Why is that a transition? <laughs> it's because this is the real life. <laughs> Today, we're going to be talking about skincare, and I know that you have some factoids to share with us, so I'll let you take that away. I sure do. Uh,
0: I did a quick Google search, as always, super sophisticated, <laughs> um, and according to a CNN business article by, uh, oh, I forgot how to say her name. Ooh, Ahiza? Ahiza. Garcia, Mm -hmm. forgive Mm -hmm. me if I butchered your name, but in May 2019, uh, conservative estimates valued the global beauty industry at over $300 billion in 2018. The global skincare market was valued at nearly $135 billion in 2018 and is projected to reach $180 billion in the next five years. That's a buttload
1: of money. Wow. I know. Yeah. I mean, but I'm not surprised. It's... You know, skincare has been taking the scene these past couple of years. I feel like it
0: really has. Uh, Mm -hmm. You know, I think the thing that makes me the most uncomfortable about my skin is there's always a question like, do you have dry skin? Do you have oily skin? Or do you have combination skin? And I don't know. Is my skin oily? Is it dry? What is it? Somebody please tell me because I don't know. I went to Sephora. And I was asking, you know, as we do, Uh you know, if there's a good moisturizer that they can recommend to me. And the guy said, oh, after asking me a series of questions to which the answers I think I might have bullshitted because I don't know. um, He was like, well, you might not actually have oily skin. You might have dry skin. And the dry skin is producing more oils because the skin is dry. And I was like, then isn't my skin oil? Like, I don't, I don't understand. Is my skin oily then? <laughs> can someone please just solve the problem? I
1: I think you've told me this story, and I tried <laughs> to explain it, and I think I explained it the same way as the Sephora guy explained it to you, and you're just like, see, this is the problem. Like, I don't understand.
0: <laughs> and I, like, logically, maybe I can follow that train of thought, but, like, it...
1: It didn't give you a Whatever. solution. It didn't tell you whether you were oily or dry or combo. He did combo. recommend this,
0: like, face scrub, though, that um, gets rid of dead skin. So that was cool. So at least I got something cool out of it. <laughs>
1: so how about you? <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I think, well, one, going off of what you were saying about going to Sephora, like, no shade on Sephora workers. Having worked in retail in past lives, well, that's not true. I've only lived one life, but <laughs> past... <laughs> years you in my life <laughs> <laughs> i've worked in retail and i know that i i don't know i guess i i have this layer of a filter where it's like you know they're always going to try to sell you something like i don't really think they are skincare professionals <laughs> at sephora they are makeup people you know like i trust their recommendations <laughs>
0: he like he knew what he was talking about i don't know okay
1: well maybe he does maybe he's i don't a a good know salesman whatever i get your point regardless <laughs> anyways so well in terms of what makes me uncomfortable about skincare is that I suppose that I do not have super problematic skin um, like I've never had major acne problems but I think what makes me uncomfortable every month is the fact that I know when mother nature is coming to call and knock on my door because my face gets super oily like slick <laughs> oily, yeah. and In combination with, like, I sweat more, so, like, it's, like, sweat (laughs) and oil and, like, being aware of the sweat and oil and, therefore, causing more sweat and oil. (laughs) The joke at my work is that the constant thing that I say, it's become, like, my motto. Not even my motto, because that's something you want to live by. It's more like my catchphrase that I didn't ever intend to have at work is, I'm sweating. Like, that's always what... (laughs)
0: How did you get diagnosed for that? Isn't that a condition? Like people who sweat too much?
1: Well, no, I've never. Well, one, like I'm already bad at going to the doctor. So, like, I'm not going to get myself diagnosed for like a sweating problem. But, like, I remember it might also be an anxiety thing, too, because I remember back in high school and even in college, I would have like chronic sweaty palms. <laughs> Yeah, and so I would get nervous about shaking people's hands. You're fun
0: to hold hands with. I don't
1: have that anymore. Okay, like I've grown, <laughs> I've grown past that. And whoever out there has chronic sweaty palms, I'm there for you. Okay, I understand. I understand the struggle. I should be more
0: empathetic. Yeah.
1: Okay. <laughs>
0: my apologies to all of our sweaty palms listeners. I, I will do my best to be more understanding. I swear.
1: <laughs> Anyways, that's what's made me uncomfortable. I guess it's just that monthly cycle of oiliness Mm -hmm. okay so the next thing that I would like to know is speaking of skincare routines and things you know you trying to figure out if you have dry oily or combo skin what is your earliest memories of dealing with skincare or even recognizing that there needs to be some sort of process
0: the television in this oh (laughs) tv told me
1: (laughs) TV told you. TV okay.
0: reinforced a belief that I already had, which is that my skin was cray cray. Because, <laughs> you know, <laughs> growing up, all of us have problems with acne. I just feel like I had such a problem with it, though. And so I saw those proactive commercials on TV, mm-hmm. and they just really make it seem. So magical. I think one of the... one My notes say magical water. Let me explain. <laughs> so one of the things that I think I really love about all skin commercials is that when the people wash their face... Yeah, you're doing it right now. I see you. Just like the... they just like... I don't know what... They like scoop the water up and it washes magically and slum over their face and like... Nothing gets wet, and I'm in the bathroom, the whole counter is covered in water, there's water on the floor, there's droplets in the
1: mirror. I don't know how to what watch it. What you're not seeing in the background of these commercials is that there's a production assistant kneeling on the floor. Scrubbing like. the water? <laughs> I could never oh. wash my face that way. But yes, I, I bought
0: Proactive. My mom and I, well, I didn't buy it. My mom called the number and we bought wow. Proactive. I know. And it, I mean, it worked. Mm-hmm. But that's my earliest experience with skincare. How about you?
1: That's interesting. Well, I mean, also, I obviously ha- was watching TV and saw those those commercials too. But for me, I kind of looked to my mom to see what skincare she was using and it's pretty and even to this day um and we'll get into how our skincare routines have evolved over time but I remember like my mom is pretty like a minimal product using person like she doesn't really go fancy with the products that she uses until recently until I've told her that I'm like you need to (laughs) up your game mom but like um what i grew up using in the first product that i used was like the clean and clear like that bottle with the or- with the orange oh my like
0: gosh yes 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 yeah
1: so i used that it has like the purple like spout yes okay Confession. clean and clear i bought that yes. recently Really?
0: cuz i was feeling like nostalgic and i just needed like a morning the smell shower is
1: nostalgic yeah
0: so I, I bought that one the orange one like the wake up morning burst or whatever it's called with the, <laughs> someone please spot the little us. beads yeah with the little the little beads Um, yeah
1: that's so funny
0: yeah and I loved it I don't know if it really did anything but it's nice
1: yeah see I I used that product um for the longest time like I that was the first product that I ever used and if I was having like a problem breakout which I again didn't really have too much of Mm -hmm. I used what my brother was using, which was like Noxima Do you remember that? Yes. The tub, the like yes. screw top, oh and it, you stick your hand in it. And it's like this tingly sensation yes. on your face. And you're like, of course, it's cleaning my face. Like the tooth, toothpaste <laughs> effect, like the tingly <laughs> thing is just like a gimmick. But like, it actually makes you feel like your face is being cleaned. Before I was using those products, I, I grew up using bar soap.
0: You were using bar
1: soap on your face? Yeah. I would use bar soap on my face. You know, like, it, like, tightens your skin and, like, feels dry. And, like, it has that, like, that texture on your skin where it's, like, squeaky. And I I mean, to this day, like, if my hands don't feel, like, that squeaky clean, I don't feel like I washed my hands. And so, like, I grew up thinking that that was the feeling that you needed to feel on your face to feel like it was cleaned. Okay. (laughs) So that was my first experience with... (laughs) Dealing with skincare. <laughs>
0: well, that was you as a kid. So, as an adult, mm-hmm. I'm sure things have changed. So, what? Yeah. From bar soap to where are we now, Melissa?
1: <laughs> wow. Comparing it to that, life has very, very much changed and very much evolved. Um, yeah. Again, going back to the clean and clear, nothing against clean and clear. Like, I just think, you know, that was this, this, my starting point as like a teenager. But I had that same routine of clean and clear as my cleanser. And then I think I also did the clean and clear moisturizer for the longest time. I didn't
0: even know they had a moisturizer.
1: Yeah, I just was like, oh, this is working for me. Like nothing crazy (laughs) is happening. Because I remember at one point I switched to Aveeno thinking it was like more natural. And you know that that was better for your skin and life. Uh And then I broke out on my face. So I was like, oh, my skin is subscribed (laughs) to clean and clear. I have to go back to clean and clear. So I don't remember ever changing my skin routine until maybe towards the end of college. No, I was broke. So like I didn't change my skin routine until maybe to after college, where I had the means to be able to invest in or try different products. And and I wasn't constantly in front of peers that I felt self-conscious in front of. Yeah. So I could have the time to like experiment and change my skin routine. So it wasn't until after college where I was willing to pay a little bit more for different products. But it's definitely been a journey. Like I, I think in the past couple of years, if not three years at this point, I've been slowly but surely upgrading my skincare routine.
0: That's interesting. I don't even, I can't even remember if I used moisturizer. In- <gasps> what did I do in college?
1: Like <laughs> you know, I'm the lotion person. We we talked in a previous episode about my thing about SPF. <laughs> you didn't use moisturizer at all. I don't. I can't remember. I I have I'm no idea. Mind blown. It like nothing.
0: Nothing stands out to me as like this is the product I used.
1: Maybe. Oh my goodness. Wow. I'm going to wrinkle like a
0: prune, like a raisin. (laughs) Catch me in 10 years looking like a raisin.
1: (laughs) No. No, okay. No, but how, yeah. So when do you cognitively remember having used moisturizer?
0: Okay. I know that I also, after college, made a more intense effort to mm-hmm. examine my skin and look into different products and try, mm-hmm. you know, kind of like you to try different things. Also definitely having the money to pay for more high end beauty products instead of the mm-hmm. drugstore brand, which we can get into in a little bit actually I want to get into that. Yeah, um to be honest though since CoVID started, I haven't been like wearing any makeup, but yeah. I am still breaking out, which is super annoying, although it might just be because I've been under a ton of stress. So,
1: hmm.
0: and I just so I just ordered a skincare system yeah from this company called Proven. I guess they were on Shark Tank. So it's when you go onto the Proven's website, it says, "Welcome to the younger, healthier, sexier you." Which like I'm oh my goodness I know I'm twenty eight. What is selling point? It's chill. I don't need to be younger than this. Like I'm I'm cool. <laughs> <laughs> But it says, no fine print here. We're clinically proven to address skin elasticity, firmness, and reduce dark spots. They claim that 94% of people see an increase in the softness of their skin. And their gimmick kind of thing is that you have a, a skin quiz. And so you answer a bunch of questions about your areas of concern. My favorite question, which type of skin do you have, came up. They also ask you... Isn't that like always the first question? It was like the first, within the first three questions for sure. And... I never know what to answer. It's a pretty, it's like a three minute quiz. And you take it and they ask you what area do you live in? Because supposedly that also affects... Air quality. Something about like hard water... I don't really know. Yeah. So I got back my results, and then they suggest a cleanser and a day moisturizer with your fave SPF, of course. And then they have a night cream. And so you can get all three of them for, I think it's $119. Did you get the whole system? I did. And Mm -hmm. it is a subscription service. So they say you can cancel at any time. So we'll see how i like it i'm running out of moisturizer right now anyway so this is can
1: i ask you a question that slightly deviates from our notes i am just genuinely curious since you're transitioning what's making you want to transition to something new is Um, there something not working in your current
0: routine yeah i don't know so my my cleanser i like it's a peter thomas roth is that the brand Mm -hmm. um irish mud irish more mud i don't know cleanser the bottle is cool the stuff inside is black
1: um, <laughs> hey this just go okay this is very telling <laughs> where you're at in your journey of skin the bottle is cool <laughs> sorry about it <laughs> continue um, I'm not judging I promise well
0: so remember how I told you that a guy at Sephora recommended me that stuff that scrubbed off all of the dead skin mm-hmm. same brand and I loved that so I saw this mm-hmm. cleanser and I thought let me just try it so I like mm-hmm. the cleanser, but the moisturizer that I'm using and the night cream that I'm using are both, uh, something that I bought, you know, how target has those like different tiers of, of brands. So there's the mm-hmm. normal drugstore like Aveeno, um, mm-hmm. you know,
1: clean and clear, clean and clear.
0: And then they have like middle of the road and then they have like the high end brands now that you recognize from mm-hmm. beauty stores like Ulta and Sephora. It's one of those middle ground ones that claims mm-hmm. to be more natural. And for the life mm-hmm. of me, I cannot remember the name and I'm too lazy to go get the get the bottle. But yeah, I, I've been using that for at least a year now. Okay. I got a new bottle, obviously. But I, my face has just been so oily feeling lately and I've been breaking out that part of me thinks, yes, it could be stress, but maybe it's just this product isn't working for me
1: anymore. Mm-hmm
0: so your skin
1: adapts i can say that i i I firmly believe that your skin kind of adapts to the products that you're using and also like again like i don't know what your definition of lately is is it like in the past three months six months or a year that you've been noticing your skin being oily because you talked about how Um, since this stay-at-home orders were in place and we're not going into the office or going into work, you're not wearing as much makeup, but maybe your skin is used to having those products on your face that, like, help reduce... Because I'm sure you put, like, powder on and stuff like that that help to... Yeah,
0: I was wearing this Tarte BB cream concealer situation that was a... Like, it was tinted moisturizer, basically, kind Mm -hmm. of. I don't know. BB cream. And Mm -hmm. it had SPF. It was tinted, so it was, like, a nice foundation without really being a foundation the
1: like medium coverage so light coverage yeah
0: foundation. but i really thought that me not wearing shit on my face was gonna like make all of the stuff go away because like my face isn't there's nothing on it were but, you breaking
1: but, out de- sorry i'm just like interviewing you now, but, like, <laughs>
0: let's talk about all vanessa's i want to figure problem. this out with you please
1: uh, it's very interesting because i have been noticing that too where i literally well again like in these past couple of years i think in 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 2019, if not part of the end of 2018, I started wearing less and less makeup because when I started my career, oh, that's weird to say, (laughs) when I started my career, I was wearing like a lot of makeup in that I felt the need to make myself look quote unquote presentable and quote unquote older because being the way that I look, for some reason I always look younger than what my actual age is, which is a great thing because I'm not complaining about that, but as a result, I... Felt the need to look older. So, therefore, makeup helped me feel like as if I was looking older. Uh But in the past maybe couple of years, I've just been caring less and less. So, and caring meaning that I am caring more about myself and my own opinion about my face versus what other people see. So I've been wearing less and less makeup. I've never been one to wear foundation in the first place, but I've always worn concealer, powder, did my brows, eyeliner at the very minimum and then at one point I was doing like blush and lipstick and all this stuff oh, every day. Oh wow,
0: you went all out.
1: Yeah. And at times I do still do that in the office situation, but um you know, I was doing it more for myself versus like to look a certain way.
0: I see. And
1: I've noticed that, like, my skin, in this current situation, I haven't been wearing any makeup. My skin's been loving it. Like, I haven't been breaking out. Maybe it's a combination of, like, the stressors that I have in the office are not present. (laughs) See, now I'm looking at myself in the mirror like, why
0: can't you do the same thing that Melissa's skin is doing? Get on the pro—get with the program, skin. Let's go. Come on.
1: Well, we have different skins. (sighs) We most definitely
0: do. I don't need to wear blush because my face is just always naturally red so
1: (laughs) yeah well you know that could also be a genetic thing so there's (sighs) well
0: we've we've talked a little bit about this already and i said it earlier that i wanted to get into it more but the idea of drugstore
1: versus Mm -hmm. high-end because Mm -hmm. is one better than the other actually i'm shaking my head no and that I think there's a bunch of comparisons between drugstore products mm-hmm. and the comparable high-end products and which works better. I think what I like about that is that you can pick and choose and you can find a skincare routine. I firmly believe that you can find a skincare routine that fits in your budget because you could be a college student that doesn't have that much, that much means to be invest in skincare but I feel like you can find comparable products that have the same ingredients that a higher end product could do and then when you get to that point you can treat yourself to that higher end product at least that's in my opinion because currently right now um I'm trying to think about what I use oh I might be already in the high.
0: (laughs) Um, no, you're I've... not, because high-end would be like Lamer and a bottle oh, or okay, a no. little tube of case. What's the technical term? Whatever. A little thing of Lamer costs like 200 tube or like dollars.
1: a tub of... Yes. Yeah, so. Well, okay. Well, I think for me, I am in this middle to higher end point in my life, but I have other products that I was using recently that are just you can find at target i feel like you can definitely do a mix and match because for me it's like when i was using toner i'm not using toner anymore which is also like a thing like a lot of people are like oh i swear by my toner but like i don't use toner anymore mm-hmm. i used to get that from target and it was just the normal like witch hazel i forget the brand but like it's a witch hazel maybe five dollars does or it have $6 like a red cap a bottle yeah oh
0: my gosh I don't know the brand either. I should have
1: brought all of my products out we should have mm, brought all the products out <laughs> yeah. oh well this is like amateur right, podcasting <laughs> <laughs> anyways but yeah I feel like some of my products were easily are easily attainable but like for example I've been investing more in my um okay I've been investing more in everything so like <laughs> I use a pre-cleanse oil and a cleanser both pH balancing that are from Dermalogica which I love like I really love those products highly recommend 10 out of 10 because I have skin skin sensitive skin so I Mm. was using a lot of products that were inflaming my skin and I thought that was breakouts but when I was getting facials done last year my esthetician was telling me that like hey you have sensitive skin, I could tell, because this is not acne. This is a reaction oh, wow. to the products that you're using. Oh, my gosh. And I'm like, I'm using this, this, and this. Which one? Yeah, <laughs> help me, please. Um, as she's doing extractions on my face, and I'm, like, crying. And I don't know if I'm crying oh, because yes, of
0: extractions. I can't. <laughs> oh, they hurt so much. I don't know why. Oh, I like, You like them, don't I you? I do.
1: I do like. I cry. But then my esthetician made me feel good about it because she's just like, dude, i can't even i like scream and and curse out my esthetician um when i get extractions done and i'm doing extractions on you right now girl and you're doing great you have like one single tear running down your face and that's it and you're able to have a conversation i'm like oh really does this mean i have a high pain tolerance i'm proud of myself (laughs) i don't know anyways (laughs) I know. I'm like a masochist. Sorry. Um, But yeah, I think you can find a balance between drugstore and high-end. But how about you? I know that you've invested in this proven product line.
0: Will it prove itself to be amazing? I don't know. We'll see. Maybe we'll have to do a (laughs) follow-up
1: episode. A skincare uh, episode two or... (laughs) part two
0: don't worry everybody we'll keep you posted on vanessa's journey i which... am
1: genuinely an, a skincare nerd so like i actually okay, do listen. want a part I two think
0: i think okay i fine i this will also hold me accountable too i will be super <laughs> responsible and consistent with my face i think sometimes i just get so tired at the end of the day mm-hmm. like i wash it and i call it quits um vanessa
1: knows that i'm the opposite where i will do my oh, whole routine sorry religiously
0: skincare is oh a my religion God, i just want to crawl into bed sometimes <laughs> i cannot okay so this will hold me accountable i will do my best to be very um ac- ac- oh what adamant consistent okay words consistent mm-hmm. and adamant mm-hmm. <laughs> about putting that ish on my face and i will let y'all know <laughs> if i notice a difference lord willing buddha whoever i, I have to pray to because my skin needs jesus
1: <laughs> you named everyone just <laughs>
0: All of them, is,
1: is, help, just um, help.
0: Is Zeus still a thing? Can I? I mean, <laughs> Why
1: it? we throwing it way back? Help a girl that out. is hilarious. <laughs> oh, anyways, um, what else should we talk about here? We t- Did you? You didn't really talk about whether you use drugstore versus high end. I'm
0: um, actually, I don't think I, I don't think I truly have though. I've never bought like the Avino. Why do we keep saying Avino, Poor Avino. I don't mean to throw them under the bus. But just like that. Um, it's, an,
1: it's an approachable brand. Like it, it's a well-known brand. That's, I think good that's Good for why. them. Then
0: they're welcome. But <laughs> <laughs> I've never bought one of those. We're not screens. doing
1: them any favors.
0: <laughs> um, I've never bought one of those. So I I can't honestly say that I've used a ton of drugstore face stuff. Okay. My mom was like a Lancome addict when I was growing up. So wow. I used Lancome stuff.
1: That's high end.
0: Yeah, she was about it. But also
1: owned by L'Oreal, I think. All the companies, all the companies
0: own each other. They're working; they're in cahoots. So (laughs) I'm not surprised. I believe that. Uh, Yeah. So this is, but this is going to be the most I've ever truly invested in a whole skin care like set at one time. Wow. Wow. So
1: no, but you did proactive.
0: Okay. Sure.
1: <laughs> your mom invested in that my, for you. My mom this paid is for your proactive. own money's.
0: Honestly, maybe I should go back to proactive. Uh. <laughs>
1: but It's worked for a number of our friends. Like I've I mean, we have friends that have used proactive and I know that it's helped them, but yeah. also um I think before we get into the end of our like wrapping this up, I do want to ask in terms of investing in your skincare, have you ever considered talking to a dermatologist because i have Ugh, been yes. putting that
0: off i have been super putting that off i what are your opinions on that i i think it would be the smartest thing to do because honestly my dermatologist could probably give me a way more accurate assessment than this the quiz Sephora i took oh to-
1: <laughs> sorry <laughs> i'm throwing shade at the Sephorium sephoria guy he's a but lovely
0: like- man best okay, friends so- i'm sorry but no i'm more than him than his, like, one-minute assessment and more than this three-minute self-assessment I took. <laughs> I'm sure a dermatologist would actually have some insight to give me. Mm-hmm. I just haven't. But it's one of those things that I kept putting off and kept putting off, and now COVID's happening, which is, like, I'm definitely not going to see a dermatologist right now.
1: Yeah, very close quarters. We
0: should, we should go one day. We should make an appointment for the same day, and we both have to go and hold each other accountable. And then we both share our results legitimately
1: (laughs) exciting (laughs) yeah because okay that was the same thing too where i was like okay i've been investing in my skincare i've actually been getting (laughs) facials done every like quarter which is sounds like is that a bougie thing to say i don't know but like it's affordable facials yeah it you know and i actually developed a relationship with i at least i think we've developed a (sighs) relationship with each other with an esthetician yeah i was telling vanessa about this and she's like can you tell me like share Just the me deets like, like I know. <laughs> yeah no I love her she's great like she gives me a lot of insight onto my skin and how genetics play into it and I think that's the furthest I've gone in terms of getting like a professional opinion about it but she's definitely recommended me products that I can only get through a dermatologist so that was my next step that Is I was cool? going to take in terms of <laughs> do in my skincare journey is is talking to a dermatologist because for a long time I was putting it off because I was like okay I don't have traditional problematic skin where I'm like you know like that's something that you need to talk to a doctor about usually and I was like I don't have that and I I was feeling like I was going to get judged coming into a dermatologist office with like no I didn't want to be that girl coming into the dermatologist with no skin problems that to see you know Outward skin problems. <laughs> Anyways, so I I got over that self-esteem thing and then was going to make an appointment and then I put it off and then COVID happened and here we are.
0: So that's the lesson, everybody. If you're going to see a dermatologist, do it do as it soon it. as you can. Now. <laughs> well, not now. Let us know what your results are.
1: I'm curious.
0: Will my 23andMe tell me about my skin? You guys, I just... Okay, well,
1: for some background, um, <laughs> Vanessa recently spit into a tube for 23 and Me, and I have did it like back in maybe 2017 and I've like I think it's some great insight. Oh Does it give you insight about skin? I don't um, know but tell me
0: about where I came from would that affect my no, skin? No it
1: yes no for real because that's something that my esthetician has definitely opened my eyes to is that skin care is something you need to take your genetics into that into account because you may have Traditionally, your ancestors may have been exposed to of a lot of sun and therefore you may not get, you know, you have more melanin in your skin and therefore you may not sunburn, but you still need to adjust your skincare to protect your skin from, from the sun. And then sometimes your, your genetics make you more flush and therefore there are products out there that can help with um, calming your skin down and helping reduce redness. And all discoloration. right so you
0: heard it here first tune in for our future episode where Vanessa and <laughs> Melissa share their 23andme results and talk all about it
1: <laughs> I like how we combine so from. many things into this one it's all skincare. happening we're just
0: going it's just, just
1: yes won't. we are we are <laughs> all right before we shout out more products that like <laughs> we're not sponsored by do we want to go over what we have learned about our skincare journeys yes, because as I can always
0: I... we should share what we learn why don't you go first
1: okay <laughs> I'm just really passionate really I'll just say about skincare I don't know maybe I'm OCD I'm a masochistic OCD I've learned a lot about myself in this episode alone and it's only been like 30 something minutes. <laughs> Anyways, what I've learned. I think that my skincare has been and I've mentioned it already multiple times in this episode is an ongoing journey. I think one of the things that I've learned about myself is that I think a lot of the skincare gimmicks out there or the salesy pitches are like it'll keep you young and as if skincare is like this fountain of youth, but mm-hmm. I think as what I've learned is that as we age, um our approach to skin care will continue to change and i think of skin care more of as a part of my healthcare routine just oh, as much okay. as exercise and eating healthy so it's more about nourishing and providing your skin with the same care that it needs to keep you know keep yourself healthy as you age right so that's kind of how i see skin well, care
0: then maybe i need to change my approach melissa and not only well, then that would skew the results, wouldn't it? I was gonna say not only should I try this new product, but also I should just start eating completely healthy. Well, there's see.
1: gonna be multiple variables. I've definitely tried to hone in on variables before, but it's just too many variables in your life. I think the only thing that we can control right now is the products that we use. Right. Diets are gonna change. I can't guarantee I'm not gonna eat chips. sorry <laughs> yeah, chips today. Well, yeah, and me too.
0: <laughs> I mean, we definitely Okay, we can't we can't deny though that for a lot of people looking young, preserving mm-hmm. youth is a major concern, mm-hmm. and I can't honestly say it's not going to be a thing I worry about in the future. Hopefully, I take after my mom cuz she still looks pretty fly for being in her late 60s. Wow. Um yeah. I think I just need to treat my skin better. I just need to pay it the respect it deserves.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Drink water. Stop touching your face, that's which so you should hard. have learned by now. It really I is.
0: Though I'm a face, you're toucher. a face toucher. <laughs> I'm such a face toucher, especially. But my so nose. am I.
1: You do touch your nose a lot. I touch. I do. I put my. I rest my hand on my chin. You do, and that's do why do I have problems. Yeah, I do. I notice that a lot, and I've noticed it more since we were I'm always on like virtual meetings. Oh my god! And I see myself, and I this is why like my jawline and my chin is my problem area usually but see because i'm not at the office i think and i'm not touching a bunch of things and touching my it's face not as bad. it's not as bad we should just not go the solution for our skin is to not go back to the office i'm saying
0: it right now <laughs> stop touching your face and don't go back to the
1: office well lessons that's the lessons <laughs>
0: Let us know, though, for everyone listening, you know, what's worked for you. Do you have any, like, random skin concerns or stories that you want to share? Everyone's skin is different. Yeah, Everyone needs different things. Something we didn't really talk about in this episode, and that's totally fine. We've talked about it, you know, separately, is that products... Melissa, you were telling me this, that products are typically designed for white America without taking into consideration other folks of color, necessarily. Mm -hmm. So... I'm hoping that this quiz, at least, they they supposedly tailored it to my specific needs. So hopefully I'll get a more yeah. customized product that will, you know, it's not just like the standard that everyone else is using because everyone's different.
1: So, yeah, I'll keep you up. Not a one size fits all no. situation. So. All well,
0: right. thanks everybody for joining us today. Let us know what you think and we'll see you next
1: time. Yes. Bye. <laughs>